Hello and welcome to the AMSSM Sports Medcast. As we approach the 2023 AMSSM Annual Meeting in Phoenix, Arizona, we continue our mini journal club series highlighting each of the top articles in sports and exercise medicine from 2021 as selected from last spring's annual meeting. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Schroeder, and I am joined today by Rebecca King, who is a sports medicine physician at the Dunfries Health Center in Dunfries, Virginia. She serves as a member of the Top Articles Subcommittee, part of the AMSSM Education Committee. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So Rebecca, we have the number four top article from last year's conference by Hyder et al. out of Buffalo, New York, entitled Derivation of the Buffalo Concussion Physical Examination Risk of Delayed Recovery, RDR score to identify children at risk for persistent post-concussive symptoms. This was first published in the December 2021 issue of BJSM. Now, Rebecca, I'd like to start by stating that the Buffalo Concussion Physical Examination is valuable because it is a brief physical exam designed for subacute assessment of concussion previously established and utilized before this was put out, but it was developed by the lead author. So let's dig in into why this article made the top five. What type of study was this and what did it set out to accomplish? So this was a prospective observational cohort study. And essentially the question that they were trying to answer was, is there a way using a validated score system to tell if a patient, specifically a child, when they are presenting within 14 days of a concussion to risk stratify them as someone who's more at risk for developing persistent post-concussive symptoms. Okay, and what was the target population? You mentioned this is specifically for children, but what age groups did they specifically look at? They were specifically looking at children aged eight to 18 years old. And what was the end number for this study? In total, they had 359 children and adolescents enrolled in this study. Okay, so all the patients underwent this exam using the BCPE uh, that was developed by the lead author and went through. What were the findings from this cohort study? Yeah, so what they did is they took out specific measures from the BCPE three of which were history related. And this was just how long ago was the injury? What exactly was the injury? And have you had prior concussions? And then the other three were more objective physical exam findings. So orthostatic intolerance, their vestibular ocular reflex, and cervical neck symptoms. So based off those, they were able to actually create a, a scoring system, which is available in the paper, that was able to accurately sort of risk stratify patients into those that are more likely to have a prolonged recovery. And for them, that was recovery that was 30 days or greater. Awesome. Did, were there any limitations or shortcomings that you and your team identified in this cohort study? You know, the biggest limitation, and it may not be a limitation necessarily for us, was that their population was really the vast majority of them were sports-related concussions and sort of a single low-velocity injury. Of course, I think that is the vast majority of kids that we're seeing, but it had significantly less kids that had a high-velocity injury or an injury that was caused, for instance, by a motor vehicle accident. 
And those kids, which it was something like only 10% of their population, all of them did go on to develop uh, persistent post-concussive symptoms. So that's a limitation as what are we really looking at? How applicable is this test? Um, and then the other thing, sort of major thing with this is that, uh, so persistent post-concussive symptoms has sort of a prevalence rate of about 30% of concussions in children. And based on that number, they had thought that they would need about 500 study participants to get that. And they had only around 300. So that's a limitation as well. Oh, wow. So to summarize, Rebecca, what are your take-home practice pearls on how a sports medicine physician can apply this study into their practice patterns? I think that this is a, an easy way to identify children that might need earlier referral to things like vestibular therapy or cognitive therapy. And of course, that's always based on the individual and what they are experiencing. But you should, using this tool, which is something that you may already be doing anyway, you're just now assigning a point value to these things. You can say, listen, you are at a significantly, in fact, 70% increased risk of delayed recovery. Let's get you into therapy much sooner than I would with someone else, where I would just sort of wait and see if it got better within the 30 days. Awesome. I think that's a fantastic uh, summary and application. And overall, just another fantastic article review. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Yeah, my pleasure. I'd like to thank Dr. Rebecca King from the AMSSM Top Articles Committee. Links to this article can be found in our podcast show notes. I'd also like to thank you, the listener. I hope you have found this time valuable. And if so, please share this podcast with your colleagues and help promote the visibility of the podcast by liking, subscribing, and leaving a quality five-star review on your preferred listening platform. We hope you'll join us for the 2023 AMSSM annual meeting in Phoenix, Arizona, April 28th through May 3rd, held in person, but also a virtual attendance option. And join us again soon for the next edition of the AMSSM Sports Medcast. The views expressed are theirs alone and do not represent the official policy or position of the AMSSM, the U.S. Army, Department of Defense, or U.S. government.